0: what's up everybody welcome back to remember the game it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and i sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day my name is adam blank thank you all so much for listening this week episode 89 and we are it's much less funny number than 69 uh 89 it's kind of a boring number kind of ugly fat Anyway, 89, episode 89, we are talking The Lost Vikings for the Super Nintendo, and apparently later for the Sega Genesis. But we all know that on this show, Sega doesn't count. It's a suit. No, it's, well, it's half true. Uh, we're talking about The uh, Lost Vikings. I played it on the Super Nintendo. I know my guest Daniel played it on the Super Nintendo because we played it together as kids. So that's what we're talking about. Uh, and listen, don't write this game or this episode off if you haven't played it. And I mean, I guess if you've gotten this far to the episode, you've already put the work into downloading it. Uh, I've seen a couple of people message on Twitter and stuff saying they've never played it, but they want to. To see what the episode's about. Hear what I have to say. Tell you this is a good game, man. It is a good game. It's charming. It looks great. If you like those 16-bit graphics, like you know, I'm such a sucker for. Uh, and damn it, it's fun, and it's free. It's free online. You can just, I think, if you've got, like, a Windows computer, you could go download it. We'll tell you more about that in the show. Uh, Daniel, my guest, knows more about that. I didn't know it until he came on. Uh, so that's what we're gonna talk about. Before we get to that, you guys know I'm gonna do some, some rambling and give some shoutouts to do some stuff. If you don't wanna listen to that, just skip to the description box, and you'll see a timestamp telling you where to go, but, uh, at this point, if you're quarantined like I am, you've got nothing else to fucking do, so just listen to me ramble for 10 minutes first. Just fucking, just do it. Just fucking do it. Uh, we got some new Patriots, you guys. Our, our Patreon is going up and up and up. We broke a record again this month with our Patreons. I guess there's still technically six days we could break the record again or keep breaking the record. But anyway, uh, massive shout out and massive thank you to new Patriot supporters, Doug D. I don't know if you want me to say your last name, Doug. So I'm going to go Doug D. Because that sounds cool. Will Grace. I, I honestly don't know if that's fake and named after the show or if that's your name. Uh, I did not know if you wanted me to say your last name either, but you can't give me a name with that and not expect me to say it. So, Will Grace, shout out to Corey. Thank you for signing up. And to Chris, thank you so much for signing up. Corey and Chris, you guys signed up like minutes apart from each other. I'm sure you don't know who each other are, but you are now uh, forever linked as a tag team in the Remember the Game patreon universe so uh also Corey uh is a he works at uh jerseys cards and comics with uh one of our original patreon supporters michael mathis out in virginia i don't know if they're still open or if they're quarantined and locked down like the rest of us but when things go back to normal if you live in virginia pop by and see michael and Corey at jerseys cards and comics tell them i sent you it won't get you anything whatsoever but i would get a real kick out of it uh boy guys things are crazy aren't they it's wild just how much things have changed in the last seven days from the last podcast i did until this one um i'm not gonna spend too much time on the coronavirus because uh, i know this is kind of an escape for everybody to not listen to it but i, I have no choice I'd, I'd be crazy if i had talked to anyone right now and and not mention it and frankly outside of my girlfriend you're the only people i get to fucking talk to because none of us are allowed to go outside so you're goddamn right i'm gonna get some stuff off my chest uh just listen be safe Wash your hands. Clean your controllers. I I know I've said it a couple of times, and it started out as a joke, but now I'm being serious. Like if you, especially if you've got kids in the house, those little petri dish fucking breeding grounds. Wash your controllers, man. They get gross. I'm lucky that like I don't have to share my controllers with anyone. My girlfriend doesn't even touch them, and her hands are infinitely cleaner than mine are. So nobody in my house touches my controllers. But do that. And listen, if you work in the healthcare field, something medical. Uh, if you if you're driving transit, if you fucking Work at a grocery store or God, God, the liquor stores or a cannabis store here in Canada. Fuck yeah. Or any of those things. Um, If you're basically working right now and doing something to keep civilization... Uh, moving. Uh, thank you. Thank you from on behalf of all of us. Thank you so much. I know a lot. I, I used to do retail work myself. I know a lot of retail workers make minimum wage or just barely above it and uh, I hope that this proves that maybe they deserve a little bit more and I hope you guys are at least getting some hazard pay or a bonus from your company or fucking something. Uh, so thank you all if you're out there working right now and you have to be to keep the wheels turning we really really appreciate what you're doing um i mentioned it on twitter a a day or so ago but like a lot of you have reached out and said this show is kind of like your distraction it's kind of helping you get through these tough times you just space out and put on an episode and relax and uh which by the way thank you for those like like a message like that i'm telling you i share some of them on instagram and stuff those messages absolutely make my day um and i just want to point out like i'm a little stressed out myself right now comedy my stand-up comedy career is completely dead as is comedy right now i'm not working at all right now like many many people and i struggle with that because my girlfriend is working from home and uh we're fine financially she's keeping us above water her company is very generous and they're taking care of her and everything uh i just it's a it's a personal pride thing you know i'm a 36 year old adult guy i just want to do my part and there's nothing i can do right now and it's it sucks um so this show is just as therapeutic for me as it is for you guys. Just getting to sit down up here and talk about video games and kind of space out. Frankly it's maybe more therapeutic than it is for you guys because I'm the one getting the messages from everybody talking about how much they appreciate it. So uh just like thank thank all of you for uh for the messages and for listening and and thanks for just giving me an outlet to relax and, and and talk about video games. You know, one of the highlights of my day, I mean, even before the shit hit the fan in the world and everything was just get when I woke up, I would check my emails and stuff. And one of the things I would do is log into the Podbean account and see where our numbers are. And they're almost always up, almost always. Sometimes it's like 20, 25%. Sometimes it's literally two or 3%, but it's always up. And that means that new people are finding the show. And frankly, I'm fucking really proud of it. I'm prouder of this than I am of my comedy career. I'm proud of how much it's grown. I'm proud of the community that we've built here. And a ton of the reason the show has grown as it has is because because... because of you guys and you girls out there spreading the word telling people about our stupid little podcast so thank you so much we have more downloads in the last two weeks than we had in the entire month of december which is fucking insane because that was a record month for us by a mile so it's crazy it's fucking crazy so thank you thank you god i just i know i say it like a trillion times an episode i just don't know how else to say it i really i i'm blown away thank you uh, I uploaded a video to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Remember the Game for uh, very rarely mentioned on here uh explaining my podcast equipment how it works how i set it up the process i go through if you know how to podcast this video is a complete waste of your time it's useless uh but if you're looking to start one uh and you maybe it'd be a little bit of help to you i've had a a few people both friends and listeners of the show reach out asking me about it so i thought i'd shoot a video and explain it because i know when i was starting my first because this is not my first podcast my first podcast ever was called uh, adam wastes time and it was just me as a comedian talking about comedy and whatever in life and uh, we got like five downloads a week Uh, I think I did about 80 episodes of it and then I switched over to remember the game and uh, and the rest is history but uh I had no idea what I was doing, man. I learned completely from scratch, just from Google. I couldn't even find a video walking me through how to set up a simple podcast studio and equipment. So I kind of learned from trial and error. So I thought this video would help. So if you're looking to start a podcast, maybe give it a shot. Maybe it'll help you out a little bit. Ask questions if you want. I'll try to answer them. Uh, And like, listen, man, starting a podcast, if you want to start one, fucking do it. Like the world needs more shitty podcasts. We could always have, we can never have too many podcasts. Um, And when you start one, it's really exciting. Like when you get the idea in your head and you sit down with your friend or whomever by yourself, you're you're like, yeah, we're going to fucking be the next Joe Rogan and we're going to talk. And it's exciting for about two days and then it sucks Um, because you realize you're not getting any downloads and no one cares and maybe the podcast really isn't that good uh just like don't get discouraged ride it out no one's good at this right off the hop between adam wastes time other appearances on other people's podcasts and remember the game and then a few episodes of wrestling with wrestling i've probably read about 200 podcasts and i still am not that good at it uh it just takes a long time to get used to talking into a microphone so just stick with it just work on it just don't give up it's just do it it's fun if anything is fun um also over on the youtube channel i don't plug it on here very much because i don't upload that much stuff to it other than episodes of the podcast you can find all the episodes there if you want to listen to them on your computer they're all there free just youtube.com slash remember the game uh except for the grand theft auto vice city episode because we got flagged for music on that one and they shut us the fuck down uh but there's uh, there's some let's plays over there some old i used to have a let's play series called adam sucks at video games and then i uh i started it and then comedy got really busy and i just kind of ran out of time and stopped because it's not only do you have to play the game which is the fun part but you got to edit it and put it up and everything uh well comedy is dead as fuck now and i'm probably home till june at least Uh, or, yeah, no, I bet you probably June, May for sure, probably June. So, uh, I'm going to record a whole bunch of them. I think I'm going to, I probably could put a year's worth together in the next week, week and a half. So, uh, they're going to start going up. So if you want to see some of the old ones, they're little 10, 12 minute clips, most of them, a lot of profanity. You can watch me suck at games. There's a Super Mario World, Donkey Kong Country, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Uh, go check those out and there'll be more up probably next week. I'm going to start recording them this afternoon, I think. Um, and then finally, before I get into the minimal news this week, uh, we ran a Mario Kart tournament on Saturday, uh, people complained. Some people, I got, I woke up to messages from people being like, I can't get on. I don't know how to make this work. Nobody else is online. First of all, don't send your goddamn complaints to me because I don't run the Nintendo online service. And frankly, I don't know how to fix it, nor do I care. Okay. Just, I was just trying to do something fun. There was no prize. It was just for fucking bragging rights. Uh, but nevertheless, it looks like 20 or 30 people played. Uh, I'm going to try to run another one this Saturday, I think, but I'm going to do it in the evening and I'm doing it in a smaller time frame. When I ran last Saturdays, I did it from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mountain Time, thinking that like, well, now it doesn't matter how busy you are, you can log in later and play against the computer, and there was never more than like three or four people on. So I think I'm going to run one this Saturday, just do it over like a two-hour window, eight races, um... Again, no prize, just for a shout out, and just for the community to get to play some Mario Kart together, because goddamn, it was fun, man, I forgot how fun it is. So uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I'll be posting the code on Saturday, uh, it's at member the game, just like remember, but without RE, because some asshole already has those ones, so at member the game, I'll follow you back on both, you can re- re- uh, interact with me on both, and I will be posting the Mario Kart 8 tournament timestamp code on there, when or uh, not timestamp code uh login code or whatever the friend code you know how nintendo is it's got to be fucking complicated with nintendo and we'll play a little bit of mario kart saturday night uh so yeah so i wanted to shout out to the winner uh (laughs) this was not my intention i'm glad there was no prize i did not mean for this to happen uh i won uh yeah i won so uh shout out to me uh no uh so then i wanted to give a shout out to the three people that finished i guess two three four behind me and that is uh your winner is omega uh right behind omega was dave 1009 and then right behind dave was to 15 so uh congratulations to you three men women children animals whatever you are uh uh people uh it was fun fuck i love that game and we're gonna do another one on saturday so again keep an eye on facebook.com slash member the game follow me on twitter and instagram i'll haul you back and i'll give you the code and you can hop in and play a little bit of mario kart with us and i'll be on there playing and having a good time Uh, I, I don't have a lot of news, believe it or not, as you could probably tell the fucking, nobody's talking about anything other than a certain virus right now, but, uh, I'm going to quickly give you guys a breakdown of what I have seen in the news over the last few days. PlayStation ran a super boring presentation about the specs of the PS5 last Wednesday, right after I recorded the episode. So I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, it was boring as fuck. I watched like two minutes of it and was like, I am I might be bored right now, but I'm not that bored. I'm not watching this. I don't understand how that was what they showed. It, like I was listening to, uh, I think it was IGN's PlayStation podcast, uh, Beyond. And they were talking about how uh, it felt like a presentation that like they didn't mean to make public. Like it was supposed to be for developers, I'm sure. It sounds like it was the video they were going to show at the Game Developers Conference. And then they just decided to make it public because the GDC got canceled. So they just showed it to everybody. But it was all about like how you develop games for the system and what it can do and how easy it can be to develop games for the system. And it was complete French to me. I have no idea what the fuck any of it meant. So I skipped it. Sounds like it's pretty powerful too. From what I've seen, people are comparing it to the new Xbox Series X specs, which also make no sense to me, but they're saying they're both incredibly powerful consoles. Um, I, I, I have no doubt that they're going to get delayed. I think we're going to be going even further before we see some pricing information. I think they're going to get delayed for sure with all the problems in the world right now. Forget the manufacturing and the getting parts and all that kind of stuff. People don't have the cash. More and more people are hurting for cash right now. No one's going to be having, well, I don't to say nobody, but fewer people are going to be sitting around with $500 plus to drop on a new video game system right now. So, um, I do want to get one eventually, but admittedly, if things keep going the way they're going for too long, I'll be waiting because I'm not going to have the money to just drop on a new console right now. I uh, still don't know which one I'm gonna get. I guess if I was if I had to get if I had to commit to one right now, I'd probably go Xbox Series X question mark because game pass is awesome. but I want to see what PlayStation comes up with for launch titles. and honestly, the good thing about a potential delay in the launch of these systems is maybe it'll give developers more time to finish their games or put a little bit more polish on a launch game and maybe we'll get more titles. And I have not officially heard they're delayed. like I just like I just I would be floored. If it wasn't floored, if they weren't delayed. So, um, it's crazy, man. Crazy times, crazy times to be locked indoors gaming with the games right now. Like, have you, I went, uh, and looked up some game reviews. So again, I know a lot of people shit on IGN. That's, I'm not here to argue whether or not IGN is good, but I went there, uh, preparing my notes for this week's show. Just listen to some of the recent reviews. This is how, like there couldn't be a better time. Like, I'm not saying that this whole problem we're going in the world is good, but there couldn't be a better time to be locked inside playing video games. Listen to some of the games, that have released in the last month excuse me these are their recent reviews i just went by recent reviews for video games doom eternals multiplayer 8 out of 10 half-life Alex, i don't know how to say it or alex i don't know 10 out of 10 doom eternals single player campaign 9 out of 10 animal crossing 9 out of 10 mlb show the 20 8 out of 10 i'll get into that in a second neo 2 on the playstation 4 9 out of 10 Ori and the will of the wisps on the xbox one which i will also get into in a minute very very positively nine out of ten and there's still resident evil 3 final fantasy 7 in the next couple of weeks last of us 2 is two months away my god the video games right now like i've pulled back because initially i also i planned on picking up doom eternal and resident evil 3 uh but again trying to save some cash for like i don't know food and stuff i guess uh, and I do plan on getting Final Fantasy VII and uh, Last of Us 2. So I got tons to play. I was like, i I don't need that. Um, the show is sitting there looking at me. I'm a I'm a recovering MLB the show addict. Uh, I've been clean for two or three years now, and uh, I just I I refuse to relapse right now. Even though I've got literally nothing else to do but sit inside and play video games. I refuse. I have too many other games I want to play, and MLB the show. Fucking takes over my life. It takes over my life, and I refuse. The only sports game that might get its claws in me again would be if they released a new Tiger Woods game as good as the old ones. You guys remember those? Ah, oh, I'd love to do an episode on the Tiger Woods game someday. Those are so fucking good. But other than that, I've refused. And now, okay, so now on my show notes. I was going to get into what have I been playing lately, but I forgot. I wanted to mention this, and I did not make a note of it off the top. If you haven't been paying any attention, GameStop slash EB Games, and I may say GameStop, and I may say EB Games moving forward. EB Games is what it's called in Canada. GameStop, obviously, is in the States. It's the same company now. Uh, They stayed open, or they're trying to stay open. I, I know in Canada now they've been shut down, I think. Uh, I know in Canada they've been shut down, I think. That's the quality of fucking journalism you get here. I'm pretty sure they've been shut down here in Canada. I don't think they've been shut down nationally in the states yet they're arguing that they're an essential business to try to stay open dude go to their facebook page their twitter accounts anywhere they post and read the comments it is just a shit pile of people telling them to go fuck themselves close your stores their employees are getting sick nothing's getting cleaned they're not sending out equipment to clean stuff like they told everyone they would camelot331 is on youtube i hope i didn't talk about this last week i don't think i did he released a video uh No, because it wouldn't have come out till afterwards. He released a video with a leaked conference call between the higher-ups at EB Games and a bunch of the store managers where they're basically saying, like, hey, can we close? Like, this sucks. And they're basically like, no. As they're all working from home, the executives, they're telling them no. I'm telling you right now, we all know that EB Games, GameStop, whatever, is on their last legs. They're dying. They're going to be dead soon. I'm not trying to make light of it. As I've mentioned on here before, I've always had good experiences with my staff here at EB Games in Edmonton. Alberta Canada, and I don't want to see a ton of people out of work all of a sudden because God knows we're going to see enough of that in the planet in the coming months but like that company is a shithole their stock has gone to nothing and I'm telling you right now I don't care what anyone says I've never read this anywhere this is just me talking out of my ass with no business experience the only reason that they're trying to get these stores to stay open right now is because their sales are up they've admitted their sales are up because everyone in the world's fucking locked down so what else is there to do to, buy, to play video games so people are going to the store they're buying consoles they're buying video games to help pass the time and I guarantee this has to do something for their stock maybe their stock goes up a little bit and then while their stock is up I think all the higher-ups could fucking dump a bunch of the stock make cash before it crashes and the company goes bankrupt that's what I think is happening put on my tinfoil hat for two seconds major league baseball fucking I can't stand it it makes me sick all these big companies and these big commercial corporations they don't care about their employees they don't care about their staff they don't care about anything other than the almighty dollar and I understand that business is about making money But without your people, you can't make money. This is bullshit. I've decided I'm done with them. I will not buy stuff from them anymore. I can't stand it. It fucking, at least Walmart that's still open too is open because they've got food. And I'm not saying Walmart is a fucking great company by any stretch. I'm a former Walmart employee and they can go fist themselves. But at least there's a reason for them to be open. For EB Games slash GameStop to be arguing that they're an essential business and that they need to be staying open just so that people could go buy Animal Crossing or Doom or fucking old PlayStation 3 games or kids can go in there and just grub their mini little fucking petri dish fingers through pre used copies of every single NHL game that ever came out so that the fucking employees can touch them and get sick. It is horseshit. I can't stand it. Close your fucking stores. I saw them tweet. My buddy Chris texted me and said, "Hey, look, the Death Stranding is on sale because he hates that game." And uh, they were like, "Yeah, you can get Death Stranding for thirty bucks." And I was like, "Dude, you should change the name of your stores to fucking Death Stranding. You disgusting people." Anyway, I felt I didn't. I had no intentions of talking about that on here, but that felt good. Um, So, what have I been playing? I'm gonna get into that, and then I just clapped. I hope you guys could hear that. I'm gonna get into what I've been playing, and then I'll shut up. We'll get to the Lost Vikings. What have I been playing over the last seven days? A lot. A lot, because I've got nothing else to do. Uh, I'll start. I finished Horizon Zero Dawn's campaign. Uh, very good. Very good. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, no spoilers, but there will be a sequel. Uh, it ends on a, not a cliffhanger, but it definitely sets itself up for a sequel. Uh, and I'll definitely buy and play the sequel. Having said that, I did not do all the side missions. I didn't play through all the DLC or anything. Um, it was fun, but it, it, like, it stayed its course. Like By the time I was done, I was like, I'm done. I don't need to do this anymore. A game has got to be really good. Really good for me to go 100% and go through side quests and try to do everything. But I definitely recommend it. If you're looking for a game to play, it's cheap right now. Uh, really fun game on the PlayStation 4 and apparently on PC now right away. you uh, You have a bow and you fight robotic dinosaurs. There like that should be all it takes to hook you uh speaking of games that are really really good and that i want to do everything on ori and the will of the wisps i've been talking about it for weeks how i could not wait to play ori it is one of my three most anticipated games of the year along with final fantasy 7 remake and last of us 2 and it is living up to the hype it is so fucking good i love it i love this game it's at about 60 percent completion right now i have every intention of 100 percenting it which i very rarely do uh if you like metroidvanias i cannot recommend ori and the blind forest which is the original game it's on xbox and switch and ori and the will of the wisps which is only on xbox but it's on game pass so if you got game pass you've got ori and the will of the wisps uh this one is certainly a little more hollow Knighty than the first one you can see the influence a little bit deeper combat a little bit more attention to equipping they call them shards and they give you just different abilities and stuff like that uh both phenomenal platformers the games are gorgeous they run smooth this one was a little laggy i actually had to uninstall and reinstall it because it was freezing on me about 10 hours in but then i read that um if you pre-install the game there was an issue with some of them and so i uninstalled reinstalled if you've already started playing you can uninstall and reinstall you won't lose your save file at least not on the xbox one i didn't uh, it seems to be running i would say 95 percent perfectly now i've had the odd moment with a little bit of slowdown but the 99 of it is running good Fucking love that game. Can't recommend it enough. Ori games are so good. Uh, I've also started replaying Mario Odyssey on my Switch. I was torn between Fire Emblem Three Houses and Mario Odyssey. They're the two games on my Switch that I've finished that I've always wanted to go back to. And I usually have minimal time to play. So I'm trying to dedicate it to stuff I haven't finished yet. But now I'm at home all night and all day. Usually I'm out of comedy open mics at night. Now I'm just sitting here for another five or six hours every night. So when my girlfriend and I watch TV, I fire up my Switch and odyssey just i started it and it's just so goddamn charming and so good and i'm so happy to be replaying it fuck i love that game so I'm also playing that. I'm going to start playing through Spyro, the original Spiral the Dragon, on my PlayStation Classic right away uh, because it looks like it's going to win this month's Patreon poll. It's a new perk we added. There's your Patreon plug. Uh, you thought you could get away without one this month pay, or this week? Patreon.com/slash Remember the Game. In addition to the shoutouts and the extra podcasts and the chance to win stuff, now you can vote in a poll where every month uh, I will play through the game that wins the poll and then do an episode on it in the following month. So expect an episode on Spyro coming up probably in april at some point because i'm going to start playing through that right away uh and that's it and then like i said i'm going to start recording some let's plays i think i'm going to start a let's play of mario 3 this afternoon because i just i need some comfort food and mario 3 is fucking comfort food that's it i've been playing lots of games it's a great time to go back visit your plug away at your backlog revisit a game you just wanted to play forever or buy one of those sick new games that i just mentioned that are coming out or just came out and play them just don't buy them from GameStop, or eb games fuck them do that or play Lost Vikings for free, because I'm going to tell you how on this episode, or better yet, Daniel's going to. That's a long intro. Episode 89, we are talking the Lost Vikings. Uh, I know some of the niche titles, which I consider this one is, get fewer downloads because people haven't played them. And I hope that's not the case with this one. I hope people give it a chance. I'm going to mention that in the description when I post it. Uh, this game is just as charming as 16-bit gaming gets. It looks great. The music's awesome. Gameplay is it's pretty good uh it's not perfect but it's pretty good uh it's a puzzle ge- platforming game made by blizzard before they were blizzard before world of warcraft and all the big shit they did they made this little 16-bit childhood or this little 16-bit uh platformer i just read the word childhood my childhood chum that's what i meant to say daniel is here i'm gonna cue some music music And we are going to tell you about the Lost Vikings, which originally released on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System on April 29th, 1993. Kick back and relax, wash your hands, and let's rescue some Lost Vikings, you guys. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. everybody so first and foremost, oh, i said all right i fuck us for i wouldn't i wouldn't start the podcast with say i'm not editing that out that's an honest that's staying there um it's cool man guest on the show this week is uh, you guys know this is me and my buddies and we talk about video games and stuff like that and i'll be honest with you guys most of the people that come on the show are recent buddies they're people that i've met doing comedy and stuff like that uh the guest that's on the week or on the show today is is like legitimately Probably you and Rob are the two oldest buddies I have because I moved so much as a kid. And that is my pal Daniel, all the way up from hey. the gorgeous metropolis of Calgary. How you doing, buddy?
1: Pretty good. And yourself?
0: I'm great. And I appreciate you finding your way across Edmonton and braving the drivers and the potholes to get here.
1: Thank God for GPS.
0: Buddy, this fucking city, man. I love, I love Edmonton. If, I know there's some Edmontonians. Listen, I love it here. But Jesus Christ, man, learn to drive, people. That's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, although I could, I could do a oh, fuck. Maybe I'll start a second podcast or another one that'll just be Edmonton driving stories. uh We're here to talk the Lost Vikings, Woo! cult classic, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, I w- yeah. I uh, want to. I can't remember if Barrow did the uh, the original, but it's definitely uh it's one of their games or so Blizzard. I was just Boroware. gonna say, yeah. yeah so that's
0: so that's the crazy. That's where I want to start before we even get into the game. I very rarely do like development stories or anything. You guys know that I'm not a I'm not a reader. Uh, but this is a blizzard game and I never realized that until I was prepping for today's podcast and I was like, dude, cause when you think of blizzard, like, I mean, for the love of God, you think of Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Warcraft, Warcraft Starcraft, Warcraft. like, it's like, it's, it's one of the biggest video game companies in the world. Yeah. But all the way back in 1993, they were just the little company that tried and they made a game about three Vikings on a spaceship and other places. Yep. yep. Uh, fucking unreal dude like I, I i can't think of another i mean there's gotta be some but off the top of my head i can't think of another episode we've done on here where i've i've brought up the game and then been like holy fuck like so and so made
1: this game like i don't know like i mean well, and it's not like you know when, you know uh warcraft and starcraft you got blizzard warcraft like it's it's always it it's well known and then in this one it was just it was such a small game to begin with that their their name wasn't plastered all over it So you never had that?
0: No, I mean, and to be honest, like, I don't know, I I, want to know, I'll ask you, because I want to know if people are like this. Like, when you start up a game, I mean, it's a little more, I think with the internet and with marketing and stuff now, you're a little more inclined to know the developer of the game than you were back in the early 90s when we were fucking eight nine ten years old but like when you were a kid did you ever pay attention to that or were you just like mashing start trying to get into the game because I, I never paid attention that
1: mashing start unless uh, like if it was a nintendo game like it had nintendo class you know plastered right. over it right other than that no i, I never cared
0: right or the iconic like saga but yeah. yeah other than that no one right i never paid attention yeah. so I, i'm curious now like i'm almost tempted to go back and be like i wonder if any other huge companies made these like Cause I wouldn't even I was about to say the crappy little games. but well, this isn't a crappy game.
1: No, this one was fun.
0: I would I would argue, and I, I've not played everyone, um I would argue this is amongst the best puzzle games on the Super Nintendo.
1: If it's i I would put it up there for sure. I mean, like this was the original Dark Souls, you know, where you die six thousand times so you oh, figure Christ. out how to had to
0: beat a level. I, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm setting a rule right now. I don't know what episode this game goes live. This episode goes live on. This could be in the 80s, the 90s, the 100s. I don't care. Uh, Dark Souls is officially banned from my podcast forever. <laughs> and I've never thought of it because no one else has really brought it up. But now that you've brought it up, I just want to lay that rule down. And if you're one of the Dark Souls fans out there, you are Suck a it. sick fuck because that game can eat every ass I hate it. I hate it. And I would be like, oh, good, good. Suck my balls. Get good. That, ooh. Good and boss designed, so. Oh, fuck. I hate it. I bought it on my Switch, and I was like, oh, I want to see what the hype is about Dark Souls. And it's not that it's hard. I don't care that it's hard. I'm a Mega Man guy. I'm all for hard games. It's just, it's the fucking, the slow, slog back to where I died just to fucking do it again. You're right. This yeah. game is, but you know what? This game is not nearly as vicious or slow or crappy as funny. Dark Souls.
1: You know, when you restart the level, they start making fun of you after a bit. Yeah, they do, don't they? They start yeah. beaking you. Yeah.
0: I love it when video games beak you. Dude, like, did you... I know that Because you, you got a Switch kind of... After I started, like... Every week, hounding you, like, you gotta get a switch, you gotta get a switch, you gotta get a switch. (laughs) Yeah, I've only
1: had mine for about a year now. Oh, so
0: good. Have you played The Messenger? Is that one of the ones you've played yet?
1: I haven't had a chance to play that one yet. Okay. But, uh, especially after your podcast, it's on my, it's on my short list. Oh,
0: so, like, the way that they fucking beak you when you die, I, like, it's so crazy to me because, like, I have, I have brutal game rage, like, brutal. And it's, I, for a while. Ooh. for a while I was getting better and now I'm getting bad again like I'm playing through I don't want to say the game because I don't know when the episode will go live but I'm playing through a retro game right now in preparation for an episode of the show and like Molly my dog won't come near me when I'm holding my switch right now because she knows I'm probably playing that game um, what was the point oh yeah but when a game beaks me after it kills me it calms me right down because it just makes me laugh yeah. And you're right. I forgot this game. Like these three guys. we haven't even got into the game yet. What are we at? Oh, it was only five minutes. So we'll be fine. These three guys are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like they're good characters. This was dude. Why haven't they done anything with this franchise?
1: Yeah. Like literally the, the only thing is, is there's an Easter egg in World of Warcraft that has three dwarves that are looking or, you know, act like these guys. Oh, somewhere. really? And I only know that because one of my friends that played the game and me like, because this uh, those lost Viking guys that you were talking about.
0: Oh, that's pretty dope. I didn't know that. Okay, well, okay, well, let's get into... We haven't even talked about the game, and this is one of those games that I'm worried some people are listening to that they've actually never played. This isn't a Super Mario World or a fucking Sonic. Like, not everyone's played this. The basic concept of it is you control three Vikings. Uh, They are lost, hence the name Lost Vikings. I'm going to put you on the spot because I did not know it. Do you know their names?
1: Uh, You got Eric, which is the skinny one that runs. You got Olaf, which is the the fat guy with the shield, and you got Balrog, which is the grumpy warrior guy. Good
0: job. Yes, you do. So you got Eric... B- Balrog, I don't know, how to say, is I say it, Balrog. Ba- I,
1: I, I always say Balrog, and I don't think there's actually an R in there, but all right, it's what's stuck in my head, so that's what I say. And
0: then Olaf, yeah. yeah. And so, and here's the, so okay, so there's three Vikings, and they, um, correct me if I'm wrong, they get pulled into like a time warp
1: or something. Yeah, they're out fishing or something, and they, well, they get sucked up by an alien for his space museum thing, and then when they're trying to to escape from that, they uh, get sucked into, I don't know if it's different areas, supposed to be different areas of the ship. Or if it's sucked into the time vortex or something.
0: Yeah, they never really explain, like, because yeah, you don't. start out in a ship. Yeah. And then you end up, you're in, like, the desert, you're in the forest, you're in caves, you're fucking, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they ever really, who cares? Yeah. It's classic old school gaming, right? I don't care about the story. Just make your game fun. I yeah. don't need a fucking story. Uh, so you control all three of them. and like And like Daniel mentioned, each of them do something different. Eric is, he can run really fast and he can jump. Yeah, and when um, he's running,
1: he can bash down walls. That's right.
0: He puts his head down and runs into shit. Yeah, yeah. so for, for my money, he's my favorite of the three.
1: I like Olaf. You know. Olaf's fucking Fart, hilarious. Farts does a little jump, and then he has a shield that he can go up and down, and yeah. the fattest <laughs> guy is the guy that can float down with the shield like a glider. Yeah,
0: he's the classic, like, lovable, goof, big, fucking, dumb, slow, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, he's got this giant shield, and yeah, he can, like, float with it, or he can he can put it above his head, and then uh, Eric can jump on it, like, to go over yeah. um and he like those two play off each other really well like they're pretty handy a lot of the time yeah. plus uh, the, uh and I don't care that I'm a 36 year old man it'll never not make me laugh when I see a butt crack like it'll always <laughs> like it just always makes sure. me laugh and yep. when Olaf there's times where you can see Olaf's fat ass just like the top inch of his butt cracks like, that always yep. cracks me up uh and then the one we can't say Baylog whatever the fuck his name is has a sword and he can also shoot arrows yeah but he can't jump or anything
1: can't jump, can't do anything, but he's the only one for the most part that can really kill anything.
0: Yeah, so. that's right. Uh And so you, you like you literally need all three of them at all time. Like you cannot beat a level yep. without all three of them. And so because they all play off each other, you know, and it's I think, and so that's where the puzzle comes in. Is it's it's so easy. I believe I'm not mistaken. Just L or R. And you can swap between the three Vikings. Yeah. Like, it's really, like, it's so seamless. And at the top of the screen, it shows all three of them. And then they've got their, like, three heart or their three health dots or fucking whatever. And then they can pick up a few items that they can share amongst each other, like keys. Yeah, they're close
1: enough you can share between them.
0: Right. And it's just, like, keys and food, like, the basics. Not too, you're not improving your fucking skills or anything like that. No. Um, And then every level. Like, the only goal is to get the three of them from wherever you started to the word exit. Yep, like, could be the desert. There's a neon green exit sign telling you where you have to get. That's <laughs> yep. it's so. There's no. I've, have you finished it?
1: Uh, I did way back. Uh, I played it on the computer, and admittedly, I had a bit of help from my dad. Okay, my, the only games he was decent at was puzzle games, right? But uh, I did finish it. It's a long game.
0: I gotta ask. Like, there's no boss fights, right?
1: Uh, at the very end, you fight Tomator or whatever his name, the guy that kidnapped you.
0: Oh, okay. But it can't be the most, like, in-depth fight ever. Like, when only one of your three guys can attack.
1: Yeah. No, it's kind of, you know, he he has different attacks. So you've got to get, you know... Olaf with the shield up and then use Balog and the other guy's got to go and hit a switch to open it or something like oh, okay. that. It's been it's been 20 years. I suppose like
0: it'd be hard to design a bunch of unique fights around because at the end of the day, like, listen, like the three. I love the concept. I like the fact that the three of them have like they're very unique. Like I've always liked that in any game, like be it an RPG fucking this a platformer, I guess this is kind of a platform like any game. I love it when characters are distinctly different from each other. You know what I mean? Like it just, it adds replay. It makes them more fun to control, but there's only so many combos you could really do with them. Like you can have the shield guy, hold his shield and have the arrow guy behind him shooting. You can have the shield guy, lift his shield up and have the running guy jump off of him
1: yeah that's, that's, that's kind of sums I, it up i think that's it I mean, you got the levels where all three of them are taking a different path because you know the one guy's got to bounce up and down and this and that to get through his and the one yeah. guy's the only guy that can float down so he takes the lower path yeah whereas the other guy hits all the switches or something but
0: but there's not a lot of combos so i don't know how many like distinct like you couldn't put a boss fight in in every world or anything because i think it would have ran its course really yeah quick. like as it is like this because you're right it's a long game um and it's fun but it, it um like to me, a major like because it gets hard. Like yep. it starts out, it is so easy. Cause it which is classic video games, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, just learn how these three guys work. Yeah. You'll first be
1: couple fine. levels, nothing. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, there we go. We're taking the kid gloves off. Right?
0: Yeah. And, and then it gets yeah. fucking vicious, man. Um and but to me, like a majority, not so much of the difficulty, but of the variety of it is just making the three of them split up more and more. Like you've got to yeah. pick the right guy to go down the right path to do something to open up a path for another guy uh like that's a majority of it because again there's only so many combos you can really do with the three
1: guys so and then you got cases where you got to switch back really quick because you got to move this guy up to put the shield up and then move the other guy before he gets shot from behind that's right and if you you switch the wrong way sometimes like you're 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 you know you're getting hit
0: dude yeah that's right yeah and some of those later levels you get you get a second to fucking it becomes a reflex like which is crazy because when you start playing it like most puzzle games, there's not a lot of reflexes. No, it's
1: you sit and you can sit and think. Okay, I gotta do this. Yeah, and then I gotta do this, and then by the end of it, you're like, okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta yeah, this, gotta do this. Gotta do this. this, 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 this. Yeah, you, you don't really get a second to breathe. Near no, right at the end of it. which
0: I like, like, cause I love, I love a good puzzle game. I've really, dude, I've become such a gigantic fan of like tactical RPGs, like that overhead grid style. Games like that, uh, but I like how they're very slow and, and and methodical, and I can stop and really plan out my moves. And when I was playing this one, it's it kind of starts out like that, and then all of a sudden, like once you start getting the bad guys that can shoot at you and stuff, you realize like Jesus, I gotta be fucking on, like you gotta be quick. And that's where that L and R trigger is so uh I don't know, maybe genius isn't the right word, but it's very very clever, and it, it plays the game so much better.
1: It, it, yeah, it's, you know, because they're buttons that are easy to hit, but not, like, it's not holding your mm-hmm. weird angles.
0: And you got to remember, too, like, this game came out in 93, so this is more, this is baby SNES, like, yep. this is pretty new, and yep. people were still figuring out what to do with those LNR triggers, right? Like, you look at, I mean, because to me, like, Super Mario World is the definitive tech demo for the Nintendo, or the Super yep. Nintendo, and all the LNR triggers did in that was scroll the screen forward or backwards.
1: Yeah. Like they didn't do anything. I honestly, I was, I was stopping to think. I'm like, you know, having the extra four two face buttons, but yeah, I forgot. I couldn't remember what the, the shoulder buttons did in that. Yeah, they don't do anything, yeah. right?
0: And then this was one of the first games, in my opinion. I don't think they do anything in... Um, oh, if I'm wrong, I'm going to fucking hear about it, but I don't think they do anything in Link to the Past either. Like, now that I'm thinking about Link to the Past, I don't remember ever using L&R in Link to the Past. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I played um, Link to the Past. They played the remake on the, the 3DS, I think, yeah. so... Yeah, like this so yeah. this
0: was one of the first games that really found a use for them, right? And like and it because we all know Nintendo is so infamous for putting little gimmicks or little new nuances in their systems and uh, and the triggers may have initially seemed silly, this was a great use of and now like imagine a console without triggers. Oh, I like, you need four triggers now. Like, you can't Probably have... It, you the can't. way
1: you hold a controller is different. Go back and hold a Super Nintendo or a regular Nintendo controller, and you feel weird because you just instinctively go to put your top two fingers at the top and Got there's it. nothing there. Yeah, you have
0: to have your fingers up there. Yeah. And so anyway, the, like, yeah, like, it's. I know this was a very long about way, but I want to give credit where it's due. I love the triggers. Uh, This was such a great mechanic because if you had to hit, like, say you had to hit select or you had to, I mean, pausing, I guess, would it, but pausing would have taken you out of the moment when yeah. you're really into it. That L and R is so seamless and they have mechanics in this game that are so quick. So you go into an area where there's a, uh, you know, a fucking... something shooting fire at you and you need to have Olaf down there with his shield. Then you've got to switch to Balog behind him to shoot some arrows. But then quick, you've got to take Olaf back to the other side to block a fire from that way. And it's just like tap, 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 tap. And if you had to go in and out of something... It would have completely broke it, and Blizzard like that's a criminally underrated aspect of this game that it was one of the first really solid uses of those triggers. Yeah, absolutely. I love that concept. I forgot all about that. How quick that fucking has to be. So um, we're doing a lot of nice things for this game. This game is very fun. Uh, I have got one gargantuous gripe with this game, and, uh, and before I don't want to do this yet. If you got any more, if you got oh yeah, it's funny.
1: It, 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 it's absolutely hilarious. Uh the comments like when you start a new level, they usually have uh you know, especially if it's in a new world, it's like oh well where are we now? Yeah. You know, like it's just classic comedy. And I wanna say writing. like
0: Eric's Eric's the jerk, isn't and, he? Uh
1: he he he's the thinks he knows everything, so he's always acts like he's smarter than everyone else. Right. He's not. Uh if you play the game, he's no smarter than the other two. Mm-hmm. Um you and, know, all, all yeah, of- they they really hit those stereotypes. <laughs> Uh, that were just everywhere back in the day.
0: Yeah, and Olaf just kind of owns the big dummy. Like, yeah. he's great at that. Like, it's. They're very. They're, I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, I guess they're memorable. Memorable may not be quite the word I'm looking for, but they're they add a they add an extra little bit of sizzle to oh, the actually, game. Th- this right? game would
1: not be anywhere near as much fun without their dialogue at the beginning of an end of each level.
0: No, not at all. I agree with that. Like, or even just like even their anime, dude. Their animations yeah. are fucking gorgeous.
1: Well, they're they're designed in general. Like, I mean, we talked about Olaf. He's got you know his butt hanging out there. He's got the big old belly. Yeah, But not uh, you know like it's. Uh, Bella Baileyog, whatever has the big old handlebar mustache, and I'm making the gestures, but only yeah, yeah. Adam can see this. Yeah, uh, like it's just,
0: and it's, he's got the he's got that like sourpuss giant yeah. chin flexed out, like I'll kill you look on his face. Yeah. I'm looking at them right now, and then Eric's got that Yosemite Sam. Yeah, he's got huge the red handboard. beard. Yeah.
1: yeah, like I mean, there there's such classic depictions of, of Vikings that. Uh, the, the look is just iconic.
0: And the way the three of them move, yeah it, it like, and listen, you guys have all heard me fucking suck the dick of 16 bit pixel art I've, I love it to death. But the way the three of them move, it looks like a cartoon. Oh, it's it does. so gorgeous. And yeah. I'm not, listen, I'm a Nintendo guy through and through. This looks like a Sega Genesis game.
1: Yeah. Like the bottom line yeah. is the Sega
0: has better graphics.
1: Oh, absolutely. Always did. But yeah, there's something about the fluidity of the way these sprites move Yeah. that is was unmatched on most Super... I cannot think of another Super Nintendo game that looked that good for for these this sort of 16-pixel... No, it's... Like, it just...
0: And the way the three of them, like, they... Like, so the backgrounds are a lot of, like... Like, I mean, I guess there's, like, the pyramids and stuff where they get kind yeah. of gold, but, like, the backgrounds are traditionally kind of dark and kind of, mon- like, monotone colored yeah. and stuff like that. And then, like, between Olaf... But the three of them, like, it's bright greens, bright yellows, bright reds, bright blues. Like, the three of them just fucking pop. Yeah. Like, pop. Like, they look like a... Like, when you watch a cartoon and they put the characters at the front and then have those, like, the backgrounds that are just stationary. Like, yeah. these three feel like they're just glowing. Yeah. And uh, I really...
1: And and they feel alive because they have idle animations that kick in, like, really quickly. Really so quick. Hear, you know, you're, you're sitting with the other guy waiting for a lift to come down and the other one, you know, scratching his ass or... Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, they they feel like they're actually there and doing something
0: and the way they move like uh, eric in particular the way eric the fast guy runs yeah and then when he puts his head down and runs into stuff when he hits something yeah he he like falls back on his ass and has the like looney tunes eyes with yeah, the, the birds the floating, bird floating, around. floating
1: around his head and it has it has the classic sound effects
0: yeah i couldn't get over yeah. it like when i was replaying it a few months ago to get ready for this i was like god like it just is such a gorgeous even by like i, I, I think all games from that era look good but this game looks so good it's funny the three come to life i love it This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... All that said, here's my biggest and I think most people would say the biggest problem with this I, mean, I guess it's a problem. You, you have to get all three out to finish a level.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing worse than spending however long you get two guys and then you know, because you made one mistake there and then you trip up and hit a fireball at the end and you know, okay, that guy's there. Yeah.
0: Or they take fall damage. Yeah. And it's like and sometimes you don't even know they're about to fall. And then yeah. I mean in Olaf you can hit the button and lift his shield up and float, yeah. but the other two are gonna fall. And then they do. There's nothing. Oh, like you said, you grind for 20 minutes. You get two of them to the exit, yeah. and then the third one just has to get there. And then you fuck up, and he dies. And now you've got to restart that whole level or, again.
1: Or when it have, if it happens off, off screen, because you know you're controlling one of the other two, because it's not one yeah. screen. Like it's it's a big map. It's real time. So yeah, and stuff's happening real time. So you you'll be playing around with Eric or something, and all of a sudden you, you know. uh, Balrog's portrait there turns into a skeleton you're like well what the hell happened to him
0: yeah they they take damage without being because like the camera like the the if you never played it like the 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 camera doesn't zoom out to show you all three it constantly stays at the same size and so once you walk like whatever viking you're controlling once they once they walk far enough to take another character off screen that character's off screen but they're still very in the level and you're right all it takes is for you to forget that fucking Eric is vulnerable right now and you walk away, and then all of a sudden, yeah. at the top of the screen, he's taking damage, and dude, this game kills you fast. Yeah. Like, you have three hits, but those three hits mean almost nothing. Yeah. Like...
1: It's... You, it's, you get a chance... You get, The three hits are basically there. Okay, you made a mistake, and you accidentally, you know, had him facing left. You got one chance to correct that. Yeah. And then by the time you get yeah. back to a guy, you, you know, you're...
0: And and it's just... It's just, like... I'm torn on this, because I, I want to slam it harder for saying you got to get all three out, because... Like the thing is is you don't I mean you need all three to beat every level, but having said that, it does hit a point most levels where you can get to the exit. It's just a matter of switching from one to two to three and walking all three of them to the exit. Yeah. Like, there's no obstacles left. Yeah, and it is so irritating when you fucking play through this whole level and then you fuck up once like it's, it's I don't mind it when it's early. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you've put 10 or 15. Right,
1: right at the end of the end level there.
0: Yeah. And some of these levels are fucking 10, yeah. 15 plus minutes long. Like, yeah. I guess if you. Well, I mean, they're probably not if you know what you're doing, but if you don't know what you're doing, they are. Yeah. Um, and then the only thing. You, I mean, you can keep playing with the other two. Yeah. Uh, which I usually do just to scout. You know if, what I mean? You can at least look if, for some yeah, shit. Yeah, if it's
1: a new level, I go, I'll go around there. Uh, you know, and, okay. Well, this is what I'm going to have to do. I can get them this far. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, you know, at least now I'm prepared. When I get start next game, I can just go to this guy and get. Yeah, As far here.
0: but it's frustrating yeah. to have to start over, particularly when like there's not I mean, other than Eric, the runner, there's no way to go fast. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like for argument's sake, if you die in like a Super Mario world and then you start that level over, you can fly through the first time. You know where the bad guys are, you fly yeah. through it. Right. This game, like you die. It is the exact same pace. At, oh, it's like the cruise control is set. It's yeah. the same pace the whole time.
1: And they're not fast. They Except are not aside fast. Aside from the runner, like the you know, it's a it's a plodding step for the other two. Games.
0: Yeah, it's not quick at all, and it is like it, it's like if you've ever, I mean, like you know, what, like I mean, <laughs> anyone that plays Mario without holding down the run button ninety percent of the time right. is a freak. Yeah. And uh, this game is like you're playing it without holding down the run button, and there is no run button.
1: That, that sums it up nicely. That's yeah.
0: how fast they go. And you're so, and you're already irritated that you just died, particularly after 10, 15 minutes of playing. And now you got to fucking slowly trod through. And the thing is, is like nothing changes. There's no random like bad guy generating, there's no random switches. Everything is, is, is to the, it's a carbon copy. Yeah. So once you know what to do, it's just a matter of grinding through the whole thing again which is with that fucking dark souls comparison yes. cubs in except it's yeah. not nearly as bad as dark souls but it's the same fucking thing it is just yeah. slow and meticulous and the thing is is like i want to slam it harder but i don't really know what you is there not like what else would you have done
1: yeah i mean you know it's uh, okay you got two guys there do you get to just spawn the last one Keep, like, like that last character might still have stuff to do. Maybe he's got to go through and, and shoot this or that. Like, usually, if you've got two guys at the end, then you've un- opened every door. Mm-hmm. And it's it is usually a case of just walk in there everybody else. Yeah, you know how
0: to beat it. Yeah. yeah, it. I mean, I like. I don't know. I'm and the only thing I could think of. Maybe to fix it would be checkpoints during the level. Yeah, but and
1: so that that would take some of the like it's that would work for that particular thing, but it would take a lot of the urgency out of the rest of it. And, yeah, it and, would. I don't yeah. know if the trade-off would be good. No, I don't either. It's I mean, maybe. A, yeah, I, I agree with you, but it's, you know, the parts that drive me nuts though is when you've got a case where it is, just literally a case of one of your two slow guys, you just have to walk them all the way over there. Yeah. And it's just hold left, holding left. Yeah.
0: And dude, there's points where there's not even anything to hurt you. Yeah. it like, Once you open a switch up, like, so say there's like a door and you need to get fucking, you need, you need to have Olaf lift his shield so Eric can jump off his shield and go up to a ledge and hit a switch yeah. to open the door. So now you've done that. So now you walk Eric the fast guy back and run him through the door. Then you switch to Olaf and you waddle him through the door. Now you switch to the weapon guy who's still back at start Yeah. and it's a 30 second left, down, right. And it's like, fuck, come on. Like... And I get that you can't really put a run button in, because if you do, then you break the mechanic that Eric is the fast guy. Yeah. But it just, it would add so much to it, you know?
1: Well, and then there's stretches where I feel like they stretch it out just to make you paranoid. It's like you open a door and then you're waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And then nothing Dude, happens.
0: Because you can't and you start, see. You start,
1: and then after, it's like you start inching up all off of the shield. He's like, something's got to be coming. Something's got to be coming.
0: Yeah. And oh, just, I fucking forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, so you're yeah. like, and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then, fi- and then you go, and then something fucking pops out and yeah. kills you, sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I, I guess that's a criticism of it. And then my other, uh, but the things this, my other criticism of it, I guess, is just there's really not a lot of replay.
1: No, it's you beat it. Like I mean, you know, re- replaying it. I started replaying this a couple months ago as well, but I haven't played it in in 20 years.
0: Yeah, the only way, like, it's a, the replay is limited to your memory. Like yeah. once you know how to beat a game or yeah. th- like a level in this game, I f- quite frankly, I don't even think it would be that much fun to play knowing how to beat it. I think it'd be boring. No. Like there's no challenge to it, right? Like the yeah. first, I would recommend this to anyone and it's not available anywhere. Like it's a fucking lost classic in time. You've got to ROM this shit up. I don't think it's on any virtual consoles uh, or anything. You can
1: download it for free off uh, blizzard's website.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Fucking right. Go. I'm telling you, play it. Cause that's fine. And the first time you've ever played it is fun, but there's no replay. It's like th- Three dozen levels or something. I think I read, and then that's it. Like it's that's it. I think
1: it's, I think it's more than that. I thought it was. I thought it was close for like forty or fifty levels. So.
0: I get maybe, but yeah. like once you're done them, you're done them. Yeah, there is no there's, there's and like and listen. Plot. Like I get this it was nineteen ninety three. There was no DLC. There was fucking nothing like that. But like there's there's, I, I don't know. Maybe they could have put a hard mode in with more bad guys or something, or an easy mode with checkpoints, or or I don't know something like. There's no replay. Like it's yeah. and the thing is is I think and I think. That's why, that's a big part of why you can die and then have to start back over because it it stretches it out, right? And we've talked about this on this this podcast a million times. Some of these vintage games are hard, and I think a majority of the reason they're hard is nothing to do with game design. It's just, well, if we make it hard, it'll take them longer to beat it, and then they won't feel like they got ripped off. Because you could probably beat this game in three hours if you're good at it three or four hours yeah because um, i don't think it's got passwords or anything
1: uh, yeah yeah every level's got a password that pops oh
0: that's out. right it does have passwords yeah uh no saves or anything there's no battery no. pack in it um so if you make it hard then it takes people longer to beat because otherwise fucking you go out you spend 80 bucks on this game as a kid and then you beat it in a day and you're like well now what do i because there's literally no reason to even turn it back on you're like well now mm-hmm. what do i fucking do um so i guess if i've got two two slags that's it and the big slag is just the frustration of fucking waiting to you gotta start over fucking go get your fucking guy back and do it again do it again it's not the end of the world though no i like so. this game far more than i dislike it like oh, there's, there's, absolutely it's gorgeous it's fun and then um now before because we are there is a sequel yeah yeah and i would like there, to there mention Lost
1: that vikings north by northwest
0: now before uh, we get into that is there anything else you got is you got anything else good or bad to say about the original before we dip into the
1: uh, no, I, the, the, enemies, there's lots of the enemies have really cool designs. Like, I mean, they, same as any game, they get tiresome after a while, but yeah. like, you know, like your blob guy, he looks like somebody had fun making a blob guy. It's not yeah. the standard thing. Like the enemies are, are, are all, all the characters in this game are fun. Yeah. You know what? They look good. They're just, they're, they're funny.
0: Blizzard deserves some credit for, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know, I don't know fucking, I'm not even going to pretend to know anything about video game design, so I shouldn't say obviously. But I assume that with a majority of video game design, when it comes to a game like this, you're like, well, what about a puzzle game where we have three characters with different abilities and you got to get all through to the end of the level? Like, I'm sure that's how it started. Yeah. And then they were like, well, what if we make them into Vikings? And then we put them in these weird areas. And and you're right. And the bad guys, like they could have really mailed it in with the design and just made it like a... A quick fucking puzzle game, and that's it. They, they put it, like, I know we've already blown smoke up the ass of Blizzard as far as the design of the Vikings, but you're right. The bad guys, same thing. Everything that moves in this game looks gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they really, and I'm telling you, like, that's a big fucking thing. And I, I'm not a graphic snob. I, I make the game fun before you make the game look good.
1: Ab- yeah. Right? I, I agree entirely there.
0: But having said that, like, when your game looks good too bonus points and i cannot get over how nice this game looks i want these guys back god damn it
1: i would love for a new lost vikings game.
0: i was thinking about this before you got over here to me this game would be perfect on mobile oh yeah like just yeah, like and you could just keep buying new levels and stuff like that like that'd be fucking yeah. but i mean blizzards <laughs> Blizzard's got enough shit on their plate right now i don't think they're too worried about the three fucking vikings from 1993 when you've got the overwatch controversies but, and that warcraft farm it out
1: to someone then like you know like it's, yeah. it's Yeah, I agree. Here's your IP. Have fun with it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Okay, so there is a sequel on the Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah. uh, I I didn't realize the sequel is on Super Nintendo as well. I I played both of them on the computer. Okay. Uh,
0: Um, Now, I've played, because I have the second one on my, I was reading about it, and it's apparently it came out like right near the end of the lifespan of the Super Nintendo. Uh, Lost Vikings 2. Yeah, 1997 it came out. Fuck, I think the 64 was already out when 1997 hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, we definitely would have been kind of in that crossover period.
0: So, I mean, in every system has those games right at the end that just kind of get forgotten because they're just the last the last remnants of the console, you know what I mean? So I never played this. You said you've played, have you finished this one?
1: Uh, yeah, I finished this one. Uh, this one was nice. It had, it starts off where it feels like very similar. They get uh, Tomato or whatever the the bad guy comes in, picks him up again. Yeah. And uh, they ambush the robot, so they've got a little bit of upgrades, so... Uh, Eric, he, he, he do the, he can jump, he can run and do the dash again, but he has got rocket boots, so he can do a double jump. Okay. Um, Balog, instead of his bow and arrow, he's got, uh, like mechanical arms, so he can swing from, uh, grapple points. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then Olaf, he's got the shield again, and then he can also shrink and turns tiny and... Through uh, like little cracks. In oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I never mean, realized
0: that. So yeah. they just they, so they beat up a robot and took his abilities. Pretty much, yeah. That's and then fucking as, cool. as you
1: play the game, you actually unlock two more characters. The, there's the Fang, which is a werewolf. Okay. Uh, so he can stick to walls. So he can jump up and climb and whatnot <laughs> as well as attack.
0: So uh, just sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but at what point did wall climb just become something games have to have? Because I hate it when I play a game that's actiony now and I can't. Like, even Mario yeah. can wall climb. Yeah. Like, everybody wall climbs now. Yeah. I don't know when that happened. Sorry, I just.
1: No, it, it's true. It's one of those things that just is, is part of the game now. And yeah. yeah.
0: Just, Once one game figured out, like, yo, you could add a lot of depth to it with this, then yeah. every game was like, oh, yeah, fucking wall climb. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay, so there's yeah. Fang, and then there's... And then there's
1: uh, a a dragon character, Scorch, I think, and he can fly, and he can spit fire. Oh, okay. Uh, which are his abilities. And then because they're going through a time thing, you only ever get three of the five at a time.
0: Oh, so do you have to pick?
1: no you don't pick you start okay. the level and it's you know you've got okay this time i've got scorch fang and eric okay
0: well dude that's pretty rad because yeah. that adds so much more depth to the we were talking about with the original yeah. one how there's only so many combos you can do with two or three moves per guy yeah when you have five guys with more abilities and different combos yeah so you,
1: it it, 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 it up and then you've got the same thing you've got you know you got five or six different uh uh zone or area level whatever like um, worlds yeah 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 um, but you know it's a lot of fun, and then the humor is humor is still there. Uh, the graphics, if I remember correctly, were, we're tidied up a little bit. But
0: yeah, okay, that's something I wanted to touch on because I when I, I I have played it, but only played it for I say half an hour on my thing. Um, I I didn't like the graphics as much. I thought they they cleaned them up too much, and I was like, no, I liked them better when they were kind of almost sloppy, like big, yeah. like in the first one. They like, I don't it, they like. In the first Lost Vikings, like they almost look like paint that's bled a little bit. Like they're so big and you know what I mean? And this one it almost felt like someone had like a like a like a fine like a fine tooth like well, like a tip, pen. Fine tip. That's yeah. the word, yes. Uh, uh, I talk for a living. Uh like a fine tip like pen. And they just made them so intricate. Yeah. And that's I fair and enough. I and I slightly preferred the big blobby Do you know what I mean? Like they neither yeah. one looks bad. I just Yeah, I
1: yeah, know there's there, there's just something about that that sort of big pixels thing there that uh yeah when you when you clean it up a little bit it just it does lose some of that love I right
0: guess. that said it still looks yeah. fucking cool it still looks rad um and is that like is that it for the series
1: uh, as far as i know um
0: like i'm just i'm on their wikipedia page right now yeah like lost vikings has been released on the super nintendo the amiga oh wow <laughs> fuck off That the i don't know i don't even know what the fuck amiga is but it's never gonna be on my fucking show looking at it right now it looks like a really ugly computer there's some pc master it fucking my pal chris is probably listening this right now just like hey that's the 256 kb ram computer nerd i don't fucking uh ms dos sega genesis game boy advance um that's it like it's yeah. just a dead franchise
1: yeah and i just you know i'm who knows? Maybe Blizzard maybe, maybe will bring your back. I mean, you know, we got StarCraft two after twenty years. I suppose. I mean, you know, they dragged that out for three games in ten years as well. But
0: this is one of those like everyone's got those vintage franchises that are just dead that you want, and I don't mean like Star Fox or F Zero, like a big yeah. franchise. I mean like those little niche one or two games. Yeah. Like I've always felt like this game has always been one of the ones that jumped out at me. That I was like, yeah. I love another Lost Vikings, All and right. I want, and I
1: want, and I'm not gonna, I want Battle A new Battletoads would be awesome.
0: Where the fuck is boy? I want a combination Battletoads and Lost Vikings. Lost Toads.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrible fucking idea. Terrible idea. Maybe, you know, new Uh, Battletoads will take you another 20 years to beat.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Fuck, it's impossible. Um, Dude, this is a good game. This is one of those, like... I know every week I come in here and I'm like, "Yo, oh, I love this game so much," and everyone always makes fun of me for it. I'm not gonna say that about this so one because I don't love this game so much. But I'm glad that this game is getting its moment in the sun. Yeah. And if you had told me 25 years ago when you and I were playing this game in Calgary that someday we'd be sitting here in Edmonton doing a podcast about it for the world to find out about how great Lost Vikings was, I wouldn't have believed you. And I'm glad it's fucking getting its moment because absolutely. I'm, tell you right now, this podcast we're about to publish. Uh, this is as big of no as moment as the Lost Vikings have had in twenty years. Like, yep. <laughs> I really like. Well, I don't know what the, I don't know if we'll ever see them again. This might be it. Yeah. So Lost anyway, Viking
1: cinematic universe.
0: Huh. Play it, and you say it's for free if you go to their website. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. You go know, in their games, and but yeah, it is right off their their website. That's be killer. Off the Battle Night website, but
0: and is it cool. playable? Like, is it playable with a keyboard?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how I originally played it. So
0: i suppose yeah that's true okay well fucking go play it it's 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 yeah um, for guy. for one time playthrough dude if they release this game on they, they could put this game on the eShop on the switch tomorrow for i don't know what would you pay for it
1: i'd probably pay 20 bucks i was gonna say yeah i, I if this 20 bucks 20 bucks yeah you know, 20, if it
0: was the package tw- yeah i'd want one and two for yeah. 20 bucks lost vikings one and two. Oh, absolutely in heartbeat yeah So come on, Blizzard, fuck around, do something
1: with these. This would be awesome on the Switch. Right? It really would.
0: Oh, fuck, it would. Um,
1: Play a little game, get off the shitter, go back to work. Oh, that'd be fucking, I love the Switch.
0: Anyway, we can talk about that later. Uh, That was good, buddy. I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. When we started talking about Lost Vikings, I was like, well, this is going to be one of those 20-minute episodes, and we're at 35 minutes, and I'm pretty proud of that, because I didn't think there was that much meat on the Viking bone. Um, So we always like to score them. And I don't have. <laughs> this is going to be a really crappy way to score this, but there's three Vikings, so you can go .5 if you want and cut a Viking up on a. We'll go five characters because Lost Vikings as five, just so at least it's more than three. What would yeah. you give Lost Vikings out of one to five characters?
1: Uh, four characters. Fuck Fang or whatever the dragon
0: was. <laughs> fuck Fang. Uh, you know you what? I'll go. Actually. I'll go like three, three point five. It's good. Occasionally frustrating, but not game breaking. It's just no. there's just not a, there's just not a lot of. At the end of the day, there's just not a lot of meat there. Yeah. It's, and it's a one and done. I've got no replay. No replay. Uh, yeah. Like, less than no replay. Um, but again, if they release it now, put DLC. Anyway,
1: it doesn't matter. Lost Vikings level
0: creator. Oh, yeah, right. right. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't even play Mario Maker because of fucking morons don't know how to make a good fucking level. You know how bad the fucking levels will be in this game? They just fuck you. Fuck every single. Oh. <laughs> good enough, dude. Thanks for doing this. That was fun. Absolutely. Beautiful. Done. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode. Daniel, thank you for coming over and talking Lost Vikings with me and to every single one of you out there in listener land, no matter where you are on the planet. Thank you so much for listening, supporting, and helping to grow this show. Like I said, if this show is getting you through some tough times, I'm so fucking happy to hear that. I want you all to know that you're getting me through some tough times, so I really appreciate the support and the way we've grown this thing you guys uh, next week is episode 90 and we start the countdown to episode 100 I have intentions of announcing a really big Patreon prize draw giveaway on episode 90 that'll be happening for episode 100 I got some plans we'll keep all that stuff going in the meantime I'm gonna go record some let's plays you can see our old ones at youtube.com slash remember the game Mario Kart 8 tournament this Saturday follow us on Twitter or Instagram at member the game for the code to sign up we're gonna run it Saturday night for a couple hours winners will get shout outs on the show go Play some video games. Hang out with your family. Wash your hands. Clean your controllers. Don't shop at GameStop. And I'll talk to you in a week. Cheers.